Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. And now, here's your host, William Powell. The king of DC media. Good evening, dear listeners. Welcome to another magnificent episode of the Inside Acting Radio Show. Tonight, my guest is filmmaker Anthony E. Commodore, whose Commodore Independent Film Works, along with Terrell Entertainment, is producing a comedy series entitled Uproar. His directors include Tiffany Yancey and the uber-talented Chad Eric Smith, who's been on this show many times. Now, remember to support the Inside Acting Radio Show by donating to us at patreon.com. And now if you go out to patreon.com, I want you to go out there and search for King of DC Media and click the button that says Become a Patron. You can also help us expand. Did you know that? We're on YouTube, and on YouTube we are known as the Inside Acting TV Show. And we're doing that in affiliation with uh, Greenbelt Access Television. So if you search Greenbelt Access Television out there at YouTube, be sure to find us there and also subscribe. So I see Anthony is on the switchboard. And let me see if I can bring him on the air. Good evening, Anthony. Good evening, William. How are you? Man, I'm fantastic. Now, you've got fully funded for your web series, Uproar, uh, back in May. So kind of walk back and talk about the process of uh, getting funding and how everything came together. Um, the the actual Uproar is um, going to be a television series. And um, what we've been doing is, um, you know, we had two projects prior. We had uh, we filmed the first episode last year, uh, which is in post-production of uh, our new mob series, which is titled King Sun. So after we finished filming King Sun, we started filming a new documentary, a, a biopic of um, the Wire actor uh, Trey Chaney. Uh, so once we finished those two, we started the actual pre-production phases of uproar and how we ended up getting uh, fully funded. Can't put too much out there, but we, we were being watched. Um, and, uh, you know, we were contacted by the investors and said, look, we've been watching you guys for a while. Um, after several meetings, we, we sat down and the investor says, okay, well, uh, I will, you know, we would love to uh, invest in your project. And that's exactly um you know, what they did, and once they invested in the project, once the monies were secure, we were able to move forward with not just, you know, starting the great pre-production phases, but making it also a, uh, a SAG production. Man, that's awesome, because that, that this proves right there, Anthony, that if you've got quality 
it's all about content. If you got quality content, I mean, people are always watching, man. That that's that's great. Absolutely, and that's why I I, I tell people you have to. You, you have to be careful what you do on social media. You have to be careful what you post. Uh, sometimes you have to keep those emotions within because if you're out there, if you're out there working hard and you're posting on social media, you know, how hard you're working. And you don't have to post it, but people can see how hard you're working. Um, but, you know, if, if you're posting negativity and you're, you know, your film production and you, there's constant negativity, people are watching you. And not too many people want to take a chance on negativity. So that's why what we do, regardless of, how I feel at a particular moment, I'm very careful of what I post. Um, so whatever I do post as you, you know, as you go down my timeline is pretty much always positive, um, positive vibes. And, you know, we work hard. We, we, you know, we continue to work and, you know, we assembled a great crew, um, you know, with Commodore Independent Film Works in association with Safe House Films DC, uh, Terrell Entertainment, uh, T. Capri. We've, we've, we've had a, a great deal of people come in um to 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 uh, complete this nucleus of, of talent um like i said this uh, uproar is actually produced by tiffany haynesworth directed by chad smith assistant director um uh, tiffany yancey uh, we had an amazing cast and director in carlin cia peck who as you know been a sag actor for the last 30 years and she's one amazing uh cast and director um we have a great production supervisor and uh, lakita stroman um, script supervisor, we, you know, we have uh, Stephanie uh, Thompson wrote in. Um, then we have Elle Mills and Kenny Skye. We, we just have a great, great group, and we were able to bring in a security services of media makeup uh, for our makeup services um, and Joan Jones. So it's, uh, there's, there's a great, there's a long process, but we were finally able to get everything uh, done, and that doesn't even include the, the, the casting portion. It took uh, it took a lot to, you know, secure the casting, but we were able to get some amazing talent um, to pull off this actual comedy episode uh, of uh, Uproar. Yeah, and talk about uh, some of your cast members. Uh, we have um, some of these cast members, uh, believe it or not, I am seeing for the first time. But, uh, you know, during the audition process, we were able to, you know, secure some really, really good actors, not just SAG actors, but non-SAG, non-union actors. Um, one one person I was very proud to secure was uh, Stan Stewart, who played in the second season of The Wire. Um, he, you know, did a really good job. I worked with him on the Mitch Crater Project, Boss 2. Um, and he, 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 he's an amazing actor, and I, like I said, I, I was always looking forward to having him on the uh you know having them on a project and we also uh were able to secure uh jay brooks who's a who's an amazing actor um as the the lead role in this um and you know and we have uh karen carbone we have julie gold uh we have uh akiva robinson we have uh we, we 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 have a lot of great talent and um you know it's in the script when we read the script we actually hired two award-winning writers um, and the, the script, the script dictates, indicates the the experience and the uh, the talent that these two writers uh, possess. So um, everything is ready. All the actors have their scripts. Uh, everything is signed, ready to go. And um, August fourth, we are we, we all set to go. And where are you going to be filming? 
uh, we're going to actually be filming at the Uproar Bar. There's an Uproar, uh, a place called Uproar, which is located on Florida Avenue, right across the street from the historic Howard Theater. So um, the name of the series is Uproar, and we're going to be filming inside the Uproar. So uh, the Uproar is a combination between a comedy between um, Cheers and also The Office. So we've um, we were able to put together, you know, a pretty good pilot episode. That's great. That's fantastic. So, how did you get uh, Chad Eric Smith and uh, Tiff, Tiffany Yancey? Well, we went through before we started casting. We also had a like an interview process for crew members. Uh, I didn't want to cast actors until we had a, a crew secure. So we interviewed quite a few. Uh, you know, we interviewed for assistant director, director, script supervisor, makeup artist. We've already had our main nucleus, but we just needed, um, you know, a director. And, you know, we all, we already had a director of photography. So we just needed, it at that time, um, a makeup artist, script supervisor, assistant, and director. Um, so what we did, we, we had a, held an interview process. However, Tiffany Yancey and Chad Smith weren't able to make that. Well, as a matter of fact, I didn't know Chad Smith at that time. I believe uh, two days before we were to make the decisions, um, Tiffany Yancey, who wasn't actually invited, and I'm not sure how she was missed off the list, is, you know, that's that's something on me. But I reached out to her and said, well, you weren't invited on a list, but because you weren't, I would love to interview you anyway. So I interviewed Tiffany, and right before we were about to make our decisions, I got an inbox uh, from Mark Goodman, it says you really have to give this guy a try. I said, well, unfortunately, we don't we don't do Facebook recommendations. Um, if he wants to uh, apply or submit, he will have to submit to our casting department. That's exactly what he did. Maybe a few minutes later, I brought him in. Uh, well, he sent me some of his work first, so I sat there and watched his work, which was amazing. I brought him in. Mm-hmm. I spoke with him. That's when we made the decision to bring in Chad as our director and. Tiffany Yancey is our assistant director, but Chad has some really, really good work up there. And uh, I think one thing that really caught me was uh, a comedy that he did um, was called uh, Dark Therapy, where he played a, a vampire yep. uh, that was uh, that was uh, that, that had a fear of blood. Um, it was a pretty, I think it was maybe seven or eight minutes, but it was funny throughout. And I said, well, right. if this creates this funny comedy, he would be good to direct, you know, the comedy that we're looking to put out. So, and it was just the, you know, like I said, the amount of experience that the two had, um, because like I said, we already had our producer, we already had our DP, um, we had all that. We just had to get a director, assistant director, script supervisor. So that's how we ended up uh, with Chad and uh, Tiffany Assey. Yeah. Yeah, Chad. Chad's a good guy. He also has uh, Rumination out there, which is another fantastic film. Yes, yes, and I was able to see that as well. Um, so he shared, um, you know, all of those with me, and so you can actually see the, 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 you know, the diversity, and that's one thing you look for, you know, in a film director. Um, you you look for someone who could be kind of well diverse in different genres, because if, if there's a film director who only you know verses in one genre, you know, no fault to that person, but how would you uh, work with, you know, maybe a horror or a comedy or, you know, a dark mystery? Um, so he he's shown that he could, you know, he, he's well diverse. Right, right. So as far as uproar, 
So talk about the schedule. You're going to start filming pretty soon here. So talk about, you know, when people can see the final project and uh, product and uh, where they can see it. Well, right now we are scheduled to film next next Saturday and Sunday, which is August 4th and August 5th. And the purpose of filming this pilot episode is to uh, market it through television networks, hoping, you know, hopefully – Hopefully we can get it picked up, and if we are able to get it picked up, that means we will start filming additional episodes for a specific um, network. Um, as far as release date or when it can be viewed right now, that's kind of um, in the future. So we really don't have a timetable for that, but we do know the project should be done um, hopefully before the new year. Uh, but as far as viewing, uh, right now that's, that's kind of not in our schedule. Uh, because, like I said, our purpose is to have it on a television network. Uh, what we will be doing is having a private viewing, and uh, you know, like with the cast and crew, um, but before it, you know, starts hitting the networks. Um, but we will definitely make sure that everyone is up to up to speed on, you know, our dates and our timelines and stuff like that when you know everything can be viewed. Great. So, Anthony, talk about your directing style. Um, my directing style, it, uh, it, it it changes based on a project. Uh, like uh, when we were filming uh, King's Son, uh, I had, we had a total different directing style. So King's Son is based on a Middle Eastern mob boss who agreed to join commission with four other mob bosses. So we had Middle Eastern, we had a black mob boss, we had a Russian, we had a Hispanic, we had an Italian mob boss, and we had Asian assassins. Um, so it took us close to a year to film the complete first episode, which is once again in post-production. Um, so you basically have to learn as a director the, the different ethnic groups and how the different ethnic groups operate because I wrote the, entire, the, the first episode uh, myself, so it took a while to write that, but knowing what I'm writing, it was easy to, to direct because I actually wrote it myself. Uh, you know what I mean? So... Um, but having different ethnic groups on a set, you, you have to treat it differently because, you know, it is different. Um, so it wasn't that difficult, but you had to prepare well, well before you set a uh, filming schedule to know exactly how you're going to direct these you know, particular scenes. As far as when we filmed the Trey Cheney project, it was pretty much go, go, go. It, it was, this was a... I wouldn't say quick, but it was a kind of a rapid process because we had to fly down to Atlanta. We had to film the stars, you know, like Russ Parr and uh, Vanessa Bell Calloway, uh, Clifton Powell, Big Daddy Kane. We had to um, – so we were constantly on a run down there. So we really didn't – you know, and this, this biopic is basically, you know, testimonials. So it wasn't much directing, uh, difficult directing. Uh, only thing we basically had to direct is questioning, you know, questions of the actors or question of the talents who was speaking on behalf of uh, Trey Cheney. So that 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 was pretty. It wasn't difficult. Um, and like I said, the direction of uproar is going to be coming through Chad. Uh, we after we finished putting together everything we need to do, we step back. Myself and the producer Tiffany Hainsworth, we step back, and it's going to become the Chad show. He's going to be basically running everything. Yeah, that's that's awesome. That is awesome. So talk about your writing process. Now, uh, 
writing out, like I said, we did not write uh, the first episode, the, the pilot episode of uh, Uproar. We hired um, uh, Trey yeah. McCoy and. But Smith. I'm talking about in general. Oh uh, yeah, the, the writing. So what we what what I do is um, I come up with an idea and and I kind of put together myself a, a synopsis. And once that synopsis is satisfied, I start writing parts of the script. And I basically write it in uh, a mental act, um, if, if, you, if you kind of know what I mean. So let's say I have to start it with an issue. Like let's let's take the first episode of King's Son. So we had to start with an issue. The start of King's Son is about uh, two people who were found murdered. Um, so we had to start an issue, and the difficult process about writing that is I had to figure out how do I introduce five mob boss five mob bosses in one episode so creating an event in the beginning was uh, allowed me to introduce all the mob bosses as they respond to what they heard on the news it took about maybe a, a couple of months to write that first episode because I had to be very careful and as you know you know, once you write something, there's a rewrite, there's a rewriteness, and there's the revisions and revisions. So it took a while to write that first episode, and I was able to bring in a team of writers to finish because we actually wrote the entire season of King Sun, which are nine one-hour episodes. Um, so we brought in a team of writers, and we basically, we basically, I said, all right, here's the first episode. This is what the second and third episode looked like. So I wrote the first episode. The writers wrote the second and third. I wrote the fourth. They wrote the fifth, sixth, and seventh. And I wrote, I believe, the eighth episode. Well, I wrote the ninth episode. So they they pretty much filled in um, throughout all the other episodes. It took us a while to write that complete season. Um, But as long as we had a great, strong first episode, it was easier to write the subsequent episodes, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, and that's 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 pretty impressive. So I know that you had a have a uh, law enforcement background. So talk about how you got into filmmaking. Uh, I got into filmmaking. Um, I started out, believe it or not, as a you know. Yes, I am a I'm a police sergeant. Um, I work at, in the detective unit. Um, I, and I started out as a as an actor. Um, uh, about 10 years ago, I acted in a stage play. Um, I just, you know, took a chance and, you know, going up on stage and, you know, doing some acting. Uh, but I ended up landing a lead role in a, uh, a stage play. And uh, once I started, I said, you know, this is this is pretty cool. So I, um, I d- decided to start my own production company back then. It was called Malacan Productions. And I said, I can create my own, but I needed, you know, to make some money to, you know, to start creating my own content. So I took everything I had and purchased a, uh, a camera, which I started doing photography. I saved my money, and I was able to buy a few more items to, uh, you know, start my filming process. And I sat down one night at work, um, you know, when I had a break, and I started writing the kind of like an outline of um, my new horror movie called Why Us. And um, once I had an outline, I went home. I got off work, went home, and I wrote the entire script. Um, and believe it or not, that's the first time I ever wrote a script, so I didn't write it in script format. I wrote it in Word, uh, which was pretty mm-hmm. funny. Um, so once we, we did that, we filmed the movie Why Us, which is, like I said, my very first project. And um, I premiered it, I think, in 2014. 
uh, at the Bowie Center for the Performing Arts, and like it, it was just it was just a pleasure to see my my film on a big screen, and um, you know, and that's how it started. So, as far as filmmaking, would you say you're pretty much self-taught? Oh, uh, mo- no, well, self-taught, and also I had the help of a good friend. Um, uh, he's from the Bronx. Um, his name is Alex Molina, and what he did, he uh, taught me as much as he could possibly could. As a matter of fact, he still gave me the tools to continue to learn because you never stop learning. You, and I'm still learning. Um, he came down. Um, I brought him down with me because he, he actually stayed with me for about a year and a half. And that that year and a half, I've learned so much more about filmmaking that I never thought I would ever learn. And he taught me basically every tool to learn. I mean, every tool that there is. And before he left to go to Alabama, he left me with all the tools you need to become a filmmaker, uh, all the tools you need to write, all the tools you need to edit, every every single thing that involves filmmaking. Uh, he left me with. I'm sorry. Uh, everything that every, every single thing there is to learn about filmmaking, uh, he left me with. And like I said, we still keep in contact because he's back on the team. Um, but he's, you know, like I said, he's in Alabama, um, and he's actually doing a post-production for Why Us as we speak. I mean, I'm sorry, for King Sun as we speak. Production. Do you like editing? I do when I have to, but <laughs> if I don't have to, um, I won't. But I can, you know, I can put things together. Um, I have no problem with doing it. That once, that once, once again, it, it is so much better to learn the entire film process, to know how to do everything, because if you're standing out there by yourself independent and you can do all these things, you really don't have to depend on anyone else to do it. Um, because yeah. if everything falls apart, I still stand and I can handle each process of the filmmaking. Um, I can direct, I can, I can DP, I can edit. Um, so it, it, it does help to have people with you that can help you through this process, but if worse comes to worse, I can still stand on my own and do everything. That I can do the entire film process on my own. Absolutely, absolutely. So uh, you've had a lot of projects out there. So um, a couple of them that stand out, um, you had uh, A Cougar's Heart. Uh, you had uh, Hustle. Talk about those. Uh, well, Hustle was more of a John Pilata, um more of a John Pilata program. Um, so that really never took off. But a Cougar's Heart, I wrote that. Cougar's Heart is about a woman who just turned 50, and she's examining her life through um, through her journal. And we started the pre-production phases, I believe, back in 2012. And I took a chance on um, stopping the process because we were that close to filming. But I got a call and says, hey, we may we, – uh, I got a call from someone and says, hey, we may be able to find you financing. So what I did is I made a mistake and stopped the process because I thought we were getting finances. That did not – that fell mm. through and along with the actual project. But once again, we still have that project in our pipeline, so now we can actually get to it, along with uh, a book that I wrote called The, uh, the Other Foot. Um, quick question. Um I do have to make a quick call. Will, will, will we be able to uh, pause for a bit, or um, we can wrap up in the next uh, ninety seconds? You want to do it that way? Yes, yes, because I have to. Okay, um, I have to call him. Yes. Oh, I got you. Okay. Yeah. Uh, very quickly, just talk about uh, a person who inspires you, and uh, any advice for young filmmakers. 
Um, actually, and, and I'm glad you asked that. That I would say the person who most inspired me were, you know, both my parents because they they knew I had a gift because I, I was actually a saxophonist back in the day. Um, and they knew I had a gift, and they always encouraged me to go out there and uh, exercise my gift. Um, and sometimes I didn't have direction, but I found my direction, and my direction and my passion led me to uh, filmmaking. So, you know, advice I would give young filmmakers is to pursue that passion because there's a lot, you know, and, and you notice as much as I do, um, Mr. Powell, that there are distractions out there constantly. There are distractions today that would deter a young a young filmmaker. Um, and some people get to that point and they want to give up. And you cannot give up because you have to keep on pushing forward. And if you push forward, you will definitely enjoy the fruits of your labor. And that's exactly what we're doing. Um, people will try to tear you down. People will, you know, put out bad things about you. People will say all the you – know, people will do everything they can to to prevent you from succeeding. But if you block all that out and then keep pushing forward – it can happen, and it doesn't take a lot. Once you learn the process, you can you can actually go out there and create something. And you don't have to create something big. You can start out with a short film. You can start out with maybe a, a seven or ten page script, and just go out there and see what you can do. And it's a it's not about making a perfect project. It's about putting yourself out there and getting that process started. So for young filmmakers, that's how it is. Because some some young filmmakers want to make a movie and says, all right, well I have uh, you know hopes and you know, dreams of, you know, putting this big movie together, start, you know, start from scratch, start slow and take baby steps. And basically that's the, you know, advice I would love to get young filmmakers. All right. Well, I know you got to run. So, um, Anthony, I really enjoyed uh, you coming on the show. I thank you again for coming on. I will definitely have you on again. Absolutely, Mr. Powell. And I greatly appreciate you. And it was great seeing you the other day. Absolutely. Likewise. Okay, man. Have a great night. All right, you too, sir. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Okay, bye. All right, folks, remember to do something for your career every single day and break a leg. Good night. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.